Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we discussed how important it is for you to get your seven and a half to eight hours of sleep every night and the serious physical and mental consequences that occur if you don't get your seven and a half to eight hours of sleep every night. And as I ended, I anticipated the number of you that were going to say, I would love to get seven and a half to eight hours of sleep a night, but I can't go to sleep. I can't stay asleep. I've got, you can fill in the blanks, but there were all the problems with it. So this week, we're going to discuss how to get to sleep and how to stay asleep. And I want to preface this by a couple of things. Number one, if you have done a good exercise and you've been very active, you're going to be more physically likely to go to sleep. Second, there's a lot of things that are mentioned on this, and you probably don't need all of them. So don't try to do all of these tonight. They will drive you absolutely crazy to get all of this stuff done. So pick one that you like, start with it, then add another one, then add another one, then add another one until you get a good night's sleep. The first thing you got to do is set up your schedule to where you have time to sleep. You need to set a bedtime, whatever time it is. Some of you are early sleepers. Some of you are late sleepers. That is genetic. That's something that just happens. And sometimes, usually, um, if you're a couple, one of you wants to go to bed early. One of you wants to stay up late. Whatever it is, get your bedtime. Set your bedtime. Now, some of you are like, well, I just don't have time to get in eight hours of sleep. You're going to have to readjust your priorities. You're going to have to realize that something you have to say no to just because you have to take care of yourself. It's the oxygen mask principle. You know, they say in the airplane, put your own oxygen mask on before you put somebody else's on because you can't help somebody if you're dead. So you're going to have to set some priorities. Now, a major exception to this is if you are a parent of a young child, you you just don't get to sleep. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just one of the things that happens. Um, if you are not a single parent, you can do some kind of unique trade-off. You can say, okay, I'll get the first half of the night. You get the second half of the night if you're the late sleeper or whatever. But whatever, you, know, you have to take care of your kid. But for most of us that are not uh, parents of young children, it's just the fact that we don't want to cut out that one or two things that are not really that important, but we're doing them and they're cutting into our sleep time. So once you've set a bedtime, it needs to be the same bedtime every night and it needs to be the same wake up time every night. So, you know, it, there are exceptions that come in, but you need to say, you know, my bedtime is at 1030. Now, this part's going to be for the people that uh, have some kind of difficulty falling asleep. If your bedtime is at 1030, first your body will start get, realizing that your bedtime is at 1030 if you've done that long enough and you'll start, it'll start getting itself ready for bed. But if you want to help yourself get ready for bed, there's some things you need to do. First, about two hours before that, dim the lights in the house. You know, even if you're watching TV for a while, Cut the living room light out. Cut out some of the lights. Make it dim. Make it darker in there because your body will start responding to the increased darkness. Now, once again, I said if you're watching TV, you really need to not have any screens for an hour before you go to bed. 
for those of you that just could not do that, if you feel, you feel like you're going to die if you do without your phone for more than 30 seconds, use the blue light filter on your phone. That will help. It, it won't completely do it. Dim the, the setting on your phone, the light setting on your phone, and use the blue light filter. That will help some because it's been shown that using your phone before bed, the blue light from that pushes back melatonin production by at least three hours. So that means you're going to be lying there waiting to go to sleep. And in the realm of getting ready to go to bed, because that's a big thing is getting ready to go to sleep. You need to avoid caffeine anytime after noon. Now, I know some of you say, well, I can drink a pot of coffee right before I go to bed. And you may be able to. But if you're one of these people that can drink a pot of coffee right before going to bed and you don't have any trouble sleeping, you probably don't need to listen to this part of the podcast because you don't have any trouble sleeping. However, if you have trouble sleeping, don't drink caffeine anytime after noon because it takes your body that long to get the caffeine out of your system so that you can get a good night's sleep. Also, if you're having trouble sleeping, um, a lot of times drinking alcohol shortly before you go to bed, believe it or not, is a negative. It may help you get to sleep faster, but it's not really sleep. It's called a sleep hypnotic. And what it does is it just kind of knocks you out. There's a difference between being passed out and being asleep. That's the same thing for most commercial sleeping pills. You know, there's a big difference between being knocked unconscious by some medicine and actually being asleep. And I say that that sounds sarcastic, but the benefits I told you that happened in your brain, those things just kind of shut your brain off and the brain doesn't do the cleanup. It doesn't do the connecting new neural pathways. It just sits there and goes, duh. So that that's a couple of things to avoid. Do sleep supplements work, the, the herbal supplements? There's a lot of variation that says that some of them will help you go to sleep quicker. Um, some say that they won't. Um, if you try them and they work for you, that's great. If you try them and they don't, then quit taking them. Also, before you go to bed, your body needs to drop about two degrees in its core temperature. So if you've got a cool room, that helps. Um, some of us, I, I don't like being cold, so I'm not going to be in a cold room. Uh, another hack for this, and this sounds absolutely crazy, but if you'll take a hot shower or a hot bath right before you go to bed, and you think, well, that would warm you up, what happens is your uh, blood vessels at the skin dilate. That's why your skin gets kind of pinkish when you get in the hot water. The blood vessels there dilate. It sucks the heat out of the core and lets it go out uh, through your skin. So you actually lower the core temperature and that will help you get to sleep faster. And you know, whenever I said you avoid screens for an hour before bed, if you've gotten ready for bed and it's been, you, you watch TV a half an hour before that, you, you're still kind of awake. A real live, honest to goodness, paper book is a good way to to entertain yourself for the last little bit and as you relax. But once you've gotten in bed, make sure you get in a comfortable position. Make sure your room is cool. Your room needs to be dark. And when I say dark, the darker the better. Like completely pitch black is wonderful. Now you need to get your brain to calm down. Because most of us, when we lay down and go to bed, the brain is still going about a thousand miles a minute. And you've got those chattering monkeys inside your head that are telling you all the stuff that you've got to do tomorrow and all the stuff you worried about today and all the stuff you did wrong. And, and you know what they are. So doing something to distract your mind from that. Uh, one good idea is do some deep breathing. When I say deep breathing, you need to breathe from your diaphragm. So push the belly out first 
then inflate the lungs instead of just inflating the lungs. So push the belly out, then inflate the lungs. Breathe in for four seconds. Hold it for seven seconds. Breathe out for eight seconds. This would do two things. The slowed breathing will decrease your heart rate. It will decrease your breathing rate. It will help you get more relaxed. And it also, you have to think about the breathing. When you're thinking about the breathing, then you're not thinking about all the other stuff and those chattering monkeys are not going off in your head. Some of you that are good at meditation, meditation works great um, for most people. Um, it's something you may want to try. I'm not an expert at it, so I can't give you a whole lot of advice on meditation, but there are countless thousands of books and applications out there that will help you with your meditation. Speaking of apps, there are a lot of really good sleep apps, ones that will help you get to sleep. There's everything from ones that tell you moderate, moderate stretching before you go to bed, some of them that will help you with your meditation, some of them that if you know, the noise bothers you, that do white noise, um, some of them do nature sounds. Um, I've even seen some, some will read you a story, some of them read you a positive story that, that say, you know, tell you you're a good person, so that you go to bed thinking positive thoughts. Um, I even saw one that does, uh, it's, it's, it tells a story, but it's not a story. You can't follow it. It, it just, it's so broken up and fractured that you can't pay attention to it, but you just hear somebody talking and that may help you go to sleep. There's hundreds of them. You can research them and try them out and see if one of those works for you. Finally, once you're in bed, once you get to sleep, you got to stay asleep. And finding a comfortable position is key to staying asleep. Once you've found your comfortable position, um, there's a lot of good videos. Ones that I recommend are by Bob and Brad. Go on YouTube and look for Bob and Brad sleep position videos. Now, one thing, I do not own stock in a pillow company, and they're going to suggest that you buy a whole bunch of pillows to get your sleep position straight. But a couple of $3 pillows is probably worth it. Well, that's all the time we've got for this week. I hope that this will help you get a much better night's sleep so that you can make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.